Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapers TV show and podcast. I am your host, Christine Innes, and I am super delighted to have the very beautiful Tony Launches joining me today. Thank you, lovely, for being here. It's my absolute pleasure. Oh, I've been looking forward to this all week. Like, honestly, I've been like, okay, there is going to be some amazing aha moments that is going to come through because I just know how <laughs> super amazingly talented you are. And I just want to say, oh. first of all, thank you so much because you were in our December issue of the Corporate Escapers magazine and Indeed. sharing your really powerful story. And we're going to touch base with it a little bit, but I just want to sort of hand over to you and just if you want to share with people what you do, because I love what you do and I think it's so needed in the world right now. So share away, beautiful. Okay, so I guess I can't sort of talk about what I do without sort of explaining a bit of my journey. So I had um, 35 years in nursing, um, perioperative nursing or operating theatre nursing um, was my specialty. And towards the end of that career, I had my own consulting company and I zapped across Australia um, preparing small hospitals and day surgeries to meet the national safety and quality standards, which um, are the service standards that govern how care is delivered in those facilities. And uh, during that time, life had been pretty tumultuous. Um, I had a background of depression and anxiety. I was born with a uh, facial congenital defect which resulted in left-sided facial palsy so by the time I had my first breakdown in my 40s I had not been kind to myself life had not been kind to me and I'd made some pretty silly mistakes Um, and as I started on my healing journey in my 40s um, I learnt lots of things about mindset and resilience and how you can create the life that you want. I relearnt how to like myself and then I learned how to love myself. And along that journey, um, as I started to heal, I started to talk to people about elements of that journey. People said, you need to write a book, you need to write, sit down and write, which eventually I did in 2018. I shut down the consulting company sat down and wrote the book from July till November. Just that's all I did, just wrote. And uh, it went through the normal stages of uh, editing and layout and format and book cover and published in January 2019. I had no plan uh, after for what follows. And I was very naive about books and book marketing And for many writers out there, you'll understand when I say book marketing is a tough business. Unless you're a well-known name or you have a well-known network or a known brand, it's substantially difficult to get any sort of reasonable sales from a book. And so what happened was I then went on to produce the audio version of the book And I was going to get an actress to do that because I was still that shy, introverted person, too scared to pick up the phone and talk to someone that I didn't know. And I just didn't want to do it. The 
the producer just kept saying, you will read and narrate your book better than anyone else. Please let me help you do this, which I finally gave in and did. At the end of that process, she made a passing comment about my voice and had I heard of podcasting and online radio or radio. And I'm like, yeah, no, no way. This girl's not doing any of that. However, the universe, I believe, had a greater plan. And as you do lots of self-development and start to work on yourself, you start to see the world in a different way and your eyes are opened. And I started to see that maybe I was of worth and, and maybe my wisdom and learning would be helpful to other people in other ways. And so along that line, I started to build up my social media networks. Those networks um, included people from across the world. A chance conversation from a media company in the US led to a conversation about online radio, which was, gosh, I'd never heard of online radio. What the hell was that? And so at the end of that conversation, um, I ended up with my uh, signing for my first show, and started uh, streaming from the Gold Coast to Florida in America and discovered uh, that when you step outside your comfort zone, amazing things can happen. And that's not to say that I wasn't petrified. That's not to say that I wasn't sick in my stomach every time I got behind the microphone. And I had no, this platform is just audio streaming. There's no video. And so I did that and discovered a real love for intuitive uh, interviewing and an ability to glean from people things that they wouldn't normally talk about and in creating my radio, it was like creating a safe space for people to talk about different elements of their life. And so then that's all grown to what I do now. And I've just been toying, and this is, you'll hear it here first, talking to Christine. So I may as well ask Christine's thought. I've been toying with, um, you know how the, when you're in business and you're an entrepreneur and they say, what's your elevator pitch? I hate that wording, like that just sounds ridiculous to me, but I do recognise that you need to be able to quickly and succinctly describe what you do in almost one sentence. So I've been toying with words for a while now and the few that have come to me are midlife influencer, midlife broadcaster and what's the other one I've got rotten, written down? Um, uh, uh, midlife streamer. <laughs> anyway. I am playing around with those words so that I, because essentially um, I'm in the middle of my life and I'm a broadcaster. I have a number of radio shows. I now have a TV channel launched on Binge Networks in the USA. Um, Christine and I have partnered so that we can deliver a digital magazine component to those bigger packages. And my job now is to find the goodness within each business owner and entrepreneur that collaborates with me and help them get into the US marketplace. Because as you know, Christine, that's a massive space to play in. And um, if you can get some brand awareness 
and some connections and some leads and some sales in the US marketplace, then you're doing wonderfully well. So that's my vision now is to help as many people, businesses, CEOs, entrepreneurs as I can to use live streaming media and digital media to elevate their brand and get them the best clients in the world. And that's me in a nutshell. I love it. Besides that, I'm going to write as well a few more books. Yeah. And like, I, like, honestly, I think sometimes it is really hard for somebody in business to actually pinpoint exactly what you do because we have this huge vision in our head and to really say in, you know, say five to seven words is so difficult because you want to include your life story. You want to include why you're doing it, but it really comes down to, you know, you're a very passionate woman who is extremely talented, but you have this way of connecting with people that just allows them to bring their story to life. And that's why and I, I knew that, Christine. Like I never, yeah. I, if you had have told me two years ago that I would be seen as an influencer, a networker, a broadcaster, I would have laughed at you. Oh, but I hear you. What, happened is by by uh sitting with something that was really uncomfortable and incredibly scaring and just going okay I feel like this is what I should do I don't feel equipped to do this but I'm trusting that the universe will show me the way connect me to the people that I need to be connected to and take me on this journey and as I've embraced that that's exactly what's happened. So I am in that stage where I am blown away most days by the people who've booked calls or Zooms with me, who tell me their stories, who um, purchase my business packages and do the whole co-hosting on American TV and radio. And I get blown away. Like I feel incredibly blessed and that's just because in 2019 I decided that I was no longer going to play small that I was going to step into what was uniquely me most most elements of myself had been hidden for the best part of 50 years and despite what people say and despite what people said to me I was just going to be Tony and this is what I love doing. This is what I good, I'm good at. And I know that I'm good at it now. So I didn't probably for the first 12 months. And then I slowly thought, yeah, actually, I can do this. You know, I'm not Oprah, but I'm Tony and I do it Tony's way. And that's okay. You know, mm. just like you, Christine, are doing Christine, Christine's way because there are people that won't resonate with Oprah. There are people that will resonate with Christine. There are people that will resonate with Tony. And that's a wonderful thing, a really amazing thing. I love that because I was literally, like I said to you before, I I did my social media posts um, for the month. Like I tried to be as organized. And one of the posts I said, because I was talking to a client and they said to me, well, you know what? There's too many other people doing what I'm doing out there. So why bother? And I I had to take a moment because I had that thought. And I had that thought because 
there were so many life coaches out there. There were so many business coaches out there. There yes. were so many magazines or TV shows, podcasts out there. But the thing is, yes. is that nobody else is me. And that's I'm right. going to fit for somebody else and I'm not for everybody. And I think this is what we all need to remember is that we are all yes. so beautifully unique and your clients Absolutely. are going to be attracted to you because of you. Or not- your you, yeah. Exactly. And when you are authentic and when you show up authentically, I do believe the right clients come to you. Absolutely. That's when Absolutely. you get that beautiful harmony, that match. That's just, it's like pure magic that happens. And yes, I, yes. I think that so many times when people go into business, they forget to be authentic. They forget to be yes. themselves, that they have to pretend Definitely. to be the Oprah. They have to pretend to be somebody else, but Show yeah. them you, show them what you're all about, flaws and all. Like yeah. I, I, I love sharing with people that, you know, there are times where I cannot pronounce a word right. Like I, I, I stumble yep. sometimes. I, you know, yes. I, I show up and I may not have the makeup on. Like I've got gray hairs today. Like I've tried to, you know, you try to, you, you know, like. I know. This is just what it is. This is life. And we are perfectly imperfect and we need to embrace every single element of ourselves, the good, the Definitely. bad, the ugly, the stuff we don't like. And that is what's going to make you shine. I agree, Christine. And and what I like to say to people, if so I look at my face and I still see left-sided facial palsy and I still see that. And can I tell you that some days when I go to get on that, camera I'm just like oh my god I can't do it today but there's someone depending on me there's an audience out there that are waiting to hear what we're going to talk about today so what right do I have to feel sorry for myself and not do that interview because rest assured whatever your content you're producing there is someone out there that needs to hear it on that day and they can only hear it from you yeah and I someone told me that Christine early in the piece that this is beyond you and beyond your uh, imagination this is about a greater purpose mm. and until I sort of embraced that and swapped my mindset and swapped the way I'm thinking and stopped listening to that little voice that says you're not good enough who the hell do you think you are I now just go hey gee thanks for that thanks for being my protective brain today but I got this and I'm okay see you next time exactly and it is really hard I remember um I, one thing I learned was to go back and people go well I don't know what I'm good at I'm like going okay when you were a kid yeah what did your parents ever tell that you were too much of? Now, my mother used to say that I could just talk, 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 talk. And Christine, you could talk underwater. Now, lo and behold, here I am talking to people yes. and I get paid for it. So go back to actually saying what you were told that you were too much for, because I can tell you now that 99.9% yes. of the time, that is your magic genius zone. That is what your yes. gift is for because it had shown when you were younger and it's what you were yes. meant to be here for. Yeah. And the things that show up in childhood um, are at an age where you haven't been impacted on mm. by the world and you haven't been influenced by the world. 
and you still have your imaginative creative brain one of the most wonderful discoveries for me in that that healing and learning journey was the idea around um, creating a vision of the future and vision boarding you know putting a picture of that car that you want putting a picture of and I did that back I started doing that back in 2007 and I think I'm about up to my third or fourth vision board now and all of those things have come to pass they just do and I think it's magic and I like to tap into my childhood delight of magic but I know that it's the universe and the energy that you give back into the world comes back to you and you create that vision and that life that you dream of and everyone has that capacity this is not for for anyone who's listening Christine and I haven't done anything uh, that we wouldn't expect other people to do so this is about a different everything that you create starts between your ears it starts in your brain and your mind and so if you can change the way you think about things change the way that you live and think about life you can create anything that you dream of. Absolutely. I'm such a big believer in that. And, you know, honestly, you know, I look back and I'm like going, well, six years ago, I was sleeping on my parents' couch. I'd filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. I'd left a very yeah. toxic marriage. And here I was with nothing and starting over again and thinking yeah. the whole world would end. But it's not until you start thinking about, well, giving yourself a permission to actually start dreaming yes. about what you want and asking yourself, what do you want for your life? Not what everybody else expects from you, but what, what you other people want. tell you you exactly. should. Exactly. That, that word should, what you should do. So I was mm. told I should write romance novels. I was told, aren't you a bit old to be flaunting around on the radio? I, I've been told lots of those things. And for those people, they might be true, but it, it doesn't matter anymore because I love what I do and I bring that love and that passion to the interview process and to promoting my businesses. I become just as passionate about those businesses, entrepreneurs and business owners as I do about my own vision because that's who I am. And I've discovered that that's kind of like a superpower, that ability to be uh, empathetic and and to grab what other people are doing and be as passionate as they are about it. Who knew? You know, who knew? Yeah, and look, I, and that's what I really love. Like, I think this is why we've really connected because we're we're very similar and you know come from such a heart centered place. And I feel as yes. though one of the things that makes people very heart centered is obviously when you've gone through things in life and. Look, I'm just going to be very frank. Shit happens. Like it just really does, you know. Again and again. Yeah. And you sit there and you can either go, poor me, poor me. The world owes me and all of that. But what I've, I've really started to embrace a lot and, you know, and I feel that you're very similar to that is we're really using all of that pain and anguish and all of those hard times and we've turned it into learning lessons that we can Yes. learn from ourselves but we can now impart that to other people to just go you know what yes. this is what happened to me 
I totally get it. It may not be the same yes. degree of what you're going through, but this is what I've done to be able to turn things around. Do what, yep. what you want with it. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, then at least it's given you a different There'll perspective. Be a, and that's the thing. Don't, don't assume that because something doesn't work for you that yeah. then nothing's going to work for you yeah. because you're created as a unique human being. So the things that work for you are very unique. Yeah. So some of the things that I do to keep myself happy, whole and and living wholeheartedly are very different from what other people do. And that's okay. You yeah. know, that's okay. It's that that finding what works for you and just sticking with it. Yeah. Tweaking it a bit and yeah. yeah. Just Let's, some of us take a bit longer. Oh, absolutely. Let's talk about some of those things that you do yourself because I'd love to share with it because some of these things may yes. work for people out there. So what are some of those things on those days where you get up and you go, ugh, you know, I don't want, my, my yeah. saying is I don't want an adult today. I really don't want to. Yeah. So what are some of those things that allows you to shift through it? So I... I'll go back to the beginning of my journey where I actually had to learn what self-care looked like. I had to learn to love myself as I am, uh, you know, effectively an imperfect person uh, trying to have an impact on the world and accept that my imperfections are completely okay and they make me unique. And so the learning about the self-care was the first step. So, so that's asking for help when you need it, seeking guidance and care when you need it. So I have a uh, psychologist who I used to see really, really regularly when the initial stages of the breakdown, I was seeing her two or three times a week because I was fractured and broken. Now, maybe once every three to six months, depending on what's happening, I will just go back for a chat. She's like an old, comfortable, and she's not old, mind you, but she feels like an old, comfortable, safe space. And I think many people need to find that safe space. Um, so it's about being kinder to yourself. It's about stopping that judgment of yourself. Sure, I mess up on live radio all the time. I used to beat myself up and now I go, oh, well, better luck next time. You know, it's about the way you think about things. I let go of perfectionism. I was the biggest perfectionist in the universe and it's taken, I reckon, 10 years to let go of that and just, breathe through that oh my god I didn't do that perfectly but just go it's okay it's okay so that self-care self-love and looking after yourself first and foremost and then working out what rejuvenates your soul so again I'm an introvert took me a long time to discover that even though I have quite a big person uh, persona on radio as soon as that session is finished I need quiet time out I need to stop and refocus on the weekend so I am not a social person if you ask me to a party unless you're a really 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 good friend I don't want to go the worst that the 
biggest struggles for me are big rooms full of people and networking events. I make myself go because I know that that's an important component of doing business today. But my best self is sitting on the back veranda watching the goats graze in the paddocks. My best self is sitting by the river just listening to the stream. My best self is walking by the beach or swimming by my, with my husband. So it's about discovering those things and then doing them without fail. And that helps you be resilient to life's knocks because life is going to get in the way. No matter what you do, no matter how successful you are, life is going to get in the way, but it's how you manage that. And by discovering those things that keep you safe, happy and whole and doing them without fail um, will keep you from succumbing again. So I learned that after the second breakdown. So the first breakdown was when I sought help. The second breakdown was when I learnt and I educated myself and I continue and have a, a passion for lifelong education. I believe the more that we talk to people and tell our stories and educate them on any of the number of issues that either you or I are passionate about, the better the world's going to be. Mm. Um, and so incorporating all of those things keep me pretty resilient. There are weekends and there are times when I wake up and go, oh, my God, I just want to stay in bed. But I love what I do. That's another key for me. I can be just having the crappiest day, excuse the French, like just really bombarded by crap. And I'll be getting ready for my radio show and ready to go live. And I have a routine. 15 minutes before that show, I have quiet time. I come, close the doors, get in my zone. And I know that as soon as I hit that um, live show, everything dissipates and I know for that 50 minutes that it's going to be great that I'm going to love it that my guest is going to love it and we're going to have a good time so no matter what's going on that's kind of become my safe space and something that I look forward to even when I really don't feel like I want to be there or do it I do it anyway because life um, and magic happens just outside our comfort zone so I'm going to keep pushing that comfort zone. And I've got some really big, scary goals this year. And just talking to you about them, Christine, I'm like, do I dare tell people about that? But that's the other thing. Like if you engage with people, they'll keep you accountable and they'll help you along the way. Yeah. yeah and finding absolutely. your space and finding your people that are going to love you no matter what you do, no matter what you say, they're always going to be there. So I have that little group around me now. It's only small. I don't have a big, precious people group. I just have a small one. Yeah. And that's important to your resilience as well. Show over. We're done. It's great. <laughs> like it, it, it really is. I think, you know, they're very practical steps. But isn't it funny how these practical steps we sometimes yeah. really forget, like we think we have to go out and do all this other stuff, but sometimes just knowing yes. and loving yourself and the words we say to ourselves are the most crucial thing that we can do. And I yes. always have to, you know, stop sometimes and going, would I speak to my best friend that way? 
And agreed, I agreed. I, I wouldn't. Sometimes I catch myself and I go, "Whoa, you're yeah. seriously, girls? Stop yeah. that!" Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm like, pull your shit together, Christine. Like, you know, there's a lot of swearing in this episode, so I will put a little mark. But, you know, but really that's sometimes what it is. It's like we we talk yes. so badly to ourselves that yes. that allows us to go further down that rabbit hole, whereas yes. if we can catch yeah. ourselves and just go, you know what? Absolutely. Um, my partner has a saying that says, check yourself before you wreck yourself. And I love it because. Oh, yes. That is good. We are so, good. so good at wrecking ourselves because we don't check in. We don't check in to say, yes. well, what are we doing? Are we looking after ourselves yeah. the way that we should? Are we talking the right way? Are we even yeah. just loving on ourselves that we would with everybody else? Do you and know, I was just going to add to that, that self-love and self-care is also self-belief. Yes. Like it took me a long time to believe in myself and now I can believe in myself to the point where I'll get advice all the time. People will tell me, you should be doing this, you should be doing that, you should be doing this. And I'll actually go back and sit and think about that logically and go, actually, no, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. I don't like to do that. Okay. Yeah. Like give yourself permission to be absolutely true to yourself and true to your heart. Because yeah. you've only got one life. And if you're busy trying to do what other people are telling you should do without mm-hmm. having some retrospective thought about that and seeing if that really sits and works for you, um, you just keep people pleasing. And as an ex-people pleaser, I can tell you this is worthwhile doing this. Don't take what people say straight away and, and implement it. Think about it. Sit with it. And then do it in the way that is Christine's way of doing it. Do it in the way that it's Tony's way of doing it. And that'll be perfect. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more because, first of all, I'm an ex. Well, I still am a people pleaser, like to some degree. I know that I am. And it really is a very hard thing to to, to let go of. Isn't it? It really is. Really hard. You know, there's been times where, you know, I, I, I do suffer with asthma. I have a very, um, it's called yes. brittle asthma. It's very chronic. And the thing is, is that I know the times when I'm not looking after myself, but there is times where yes. you go, my body is screaming at me to tell me that it is time. It is time for Christine. And yes. everything has to stop. And I have to, first of all, give myself permission to do that because yes, if I don't look after myself, who else is? Then agreed. And it took me so long to learn yeah. that, Christine. And I still like even in terms of my my weekly calendar and I'll quarantine time out to so that I don't have any calls and I don't have any appointments. And I still there's times when people will say, Oh, but I need to talk to you. It took me ages to go, okay. Is your need to talk to me life and death? If it's not life and death, it can wait, Christine. Yeah. Yeah. Like it can wait. Yeah. And nothing that you and I do is life or death, truly. No. We're not, no. I'm no longer nursing. I'm no longer saving lives. So unless you have to put yourself first and yeah. I struggle, I still struggle with it. But I try, like every week's a new week and every week you start out with that ideal that 
this is my quarantine time. This is my, yeah. um, you know, we've been talking about your wonderful VA. And one of the things that um, I loved uh, that she did earlier in the year, she announced to all of us that Wednesday was CEO days. And that was her day. She wasn't going to answer anyone's questions, do any, she was solely focused on the business side of what she does. And I thought, wow, I need to get a leaf out of her yeah. book and make that work better for me. Because um, we are so time pressured. Absolutely. And I think as you age, that time pressure comes back in and again, and you think, oh, I've got to get this done. No, you don't. No, you don't. In, an, in, a, in a business day, you can only get X done. Stop trying to get X and Y done because it will wait for the next day. Absolutely. And you don't exhaust yourself in the process. No. And then the worst thing is that when you do exhaust yourself, it actually takes you longer to recover. Yeah. So then you're not actually Definitely. doing it in the time. Like so Correct. The, it, there's all these different things that, you know, come up. And I honestly, I think like everything that we've spoken about today, I think as the start of the year, this is what people need to really yes. start implementing right now so that we yeah. can really yeah. set ourselves up for personal success, but also for your business success as well. Definitely. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I was going to mention, Christine, is um, morning routine. Yeah. I have like a half hour morning routine. I've it's taken long years to figure out what works for me and in the time amounts that it works for me. So you know, I struggled with that whole you must exercise for an hour until I discovered this girl on YouTube who takes you through a 20-minute exercise routine and it's perfect and I love it and I can do it and it fits in my morning routine. So again, it's about finding what works for you. Sure, lots of other people can do the hour thing, not me. I'm not the best exerciser in the planet. I'll be openly honest about that. I would rather mow or garden versus exercise but I know that it's important for my mental health and my body so but 20 minutes is doable Christine yeah absolutely I was listening to something this morning so like during the work day I always have like a YouTube motivation playing in the background yes and one of the little things that came up today and they're saying morning routine and they said do whatever works for you Like, honestly, what is ever going to set you up for success for that day? So I have my own morning routine. Do I stick to it 100%? No, because some days it's not going to work for me. Like, it is literally not what I need. It might be that I need to go for a swim or it might need that I need a second cup of coffee and just read a book, you know. Um, Yes. It's whatever you need right now that's going to fill you up so that you can get through the day, so that you can be present and, you know, do what you need to do and to then also to be there for other people. Absolutely. That old perfectionist in me used to struggle with the fact that I didn't do my morning routine perfectly every single day. I'm getting over that. I'm getting better at that. Um, but it doesn't have to, there's no, there should be no rules around what works for you. So like this morning, up at 5am, uh, drive to uh, Surface Paradise for a breakfast networking meeting. Um, all I got done this morning was my gratitude journal. So the other elements of my morning routine didn't get done. And that's okay. You yeah. know, that's okay. 
That's it. That's it. I absolutely love talking to you. I'm definitely going to have you back on the show, I think, later during the year. And I think there's just so much more that as you and I basically start working more and more together as well, yes. and, you know, we have so much very in common. So where can people catch you? So you can head over to your website, but where can they subscribe, yes. listen to you? So, so Radio Tony is effectively everywhere. The podcasts of Radio Tony are like everywhere. If you go to radiotony.com, there's loads of information. There's loads of downloadables. There's links to everywhere. Um, W4WN, which is the Women for Women's Network in Australia, just w4wn.com. Uh, and click listen live you'll hear me there thursdays 10 a.m and the other station my principal station is bbs radio tv and you will uh just type in bbs radio tv and that'll come up and you'll find me on there and then on binge tv i'll send christine the link but if you jump if you're watching this in the u.s it will be binge tv uh networks on the u.s uh streaming tv devices everywhere Beautiful. Well, we are going to pop all the Thank links you. below where they can reach out to you. They can subscribe to you. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel at the Corporate Escapers as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much, beautiful, for joining me. And I just want to thank everyone who has shown up here today. I hope you get so much out of it. Make sure you leave comments below or questions. They can reach out to Tony and I. would love to answer Absolutely. them and get back to you as well. You can follow us over at the Corporate Escapers on all of our social channels. Follow Tony. We've got all the links in the comments below. Remember to live life to the fullest and to follow your passion and have a very wonderful day. Love and light to you all. Bye.